0: 90s now with kelly alexander and sharon highland
1: all right look at that back again kel adam how you guys doing yes i think adam always starts with yes do i (laughs) it
0: could be
2: worse things to start with it's it's just
0: (laughs) like when the two of you do trivia you're both bing bonging in the same tone each and you're you're nothing if not consistent The two of you you're welcome
2: (laughs) i'll take that as a compliment
0: People love consistency. <laughs> they do. Especially when you're doing vocal tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got a new follower on Instagram. Just uh, So I Just wanted to pass one. that along right away. Just one uh, that I noticed today. We'll take them
1: one at a time. Trying to pace ourselves. I should
0: probably get their name to give them a full shout out. So I'll find that as you're talking, Sharon. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I'll talk then. Uh, Want to talk about what's on the show a little bit? Do it up. <laughs> <laughs> That was my version of Adam's, yes! (laughs) Very good. I want to hear that more. Uh, We're going to talk about the one ingredient that's not happy about the uh, salt and Pepper Lifetime movie. (laughs) We'll tell you who that is. You ready for this? Ready. Elsewhere on the spice rack. (laughs) (laughs) More uh, not great news from at least one Spice Girl. Also, Ben Affleck says he's better at something now than when he was younger, so we'll tell you what that is. I'm sure there's probably a few things but we'll tell you the one that he's admitting to. Um and John Bon Jovi says he's probably more normal uh, than people would think, which sounds super exciting. So yes. <laughs> beyond all of that, we've got uh, some trivia thanks to Cal, and uh, I'm going to put you on the spot and give you make you give me rather a top 2. And a shout out right now to
0: our one new follower on and He's now uh, Instagram
1: Wise Listener, Hello. which isn't that great at Wise Listener. I like that. See, it makes sense that at Wise Listener would be listening exactly. So, because he or she is wise and a listener. Exactly, I appreciate so. your efforts. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we starting with SNP? SNP? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only been a few days and I've got it on my PVR. Yep. I have not watched it yet, but the Salt and Peppa biopic hit the small screens on Lifetime or uh, whoever's carrying your lifetime projects. Um and continued dissension because it's Spinderella who's not happy at this time. Give it up one time. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When asked for comment, Spinderella said, Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Remember that time you met them, Sharon? Wasn't that a pleasant uh, It experience? was so great. And you know what? It goes back to that tour, the mixtape tour with uh well New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block, but I didn't see New Kids on the Block. But I saw another '90s package tour. Oh right, yeah, that, that's right. Sorry, uh, that had us. Uh, it made just financial sense to get VIP because we got really good seats, and then we got to meet Salt and Peppa, who were the headliners of that tour. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about this on on this show before. That uh, they didn't seem happy at all. <laughs> the lighting was horrible, so I could have been with anybody, or we could have been with anybody because I was with Deb. And uh, we're like, woo, you know? Hey, ninety salt and pepper, love you. And they're like, mm. <laughs> and the pictures just are awful, you just know? because of the poor lighting. And the, and you had to pay for that, right? Like you had to pay to be VIP, not like a million dollars or anything. It was like I said, it made sense to do for, it. $450, Four fifty, four fifty. But the person who was in charge of you know taking the VIPs and getting the photos done was like, no, we're just going to take one. I'm like, we paid VIP each, so you're taking two. So that said, we have two bad <laughs> <laughs> So And they it could have, have been anyways. stand-ins. <laughs> I digress because it was at that time that Spinderella was not part of that. So they had parted ways by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I sounds- didn't know from yeah. that was that they had parted ways via email. <laughs> Imagine. Ugh. And by parted ways, I mean, salt Peppa said, see ya to Spinderella via email.
0: Yeah, which is so unclassy. After you've been together for like, because they'd been together at least 25 years at that point, you would think, yeah, right? if not more. Mm-hmm. So it seems odd. And anyway, Spinderella has uh, taken to the the Twitter uh, to voice her discontent over the way that the uh, biopic, I guess, was handled. Although I do give her props for saying that she, uh, like, she actually gave props to the actress that played her.
1: Well, yeah. You know what? My first reading of this uh, article was that, just based on the headline, I thought, oh, no, she wasn't in it. Like, they cut her out completely. Imagine. But she was just not happy that she wasn't consulted or wasn't allowed to contribute in any way, which makes sense. Yet at yeah. the same time, if you're not uh with the company anymore, yeah. they may not have you be a part of the promotional video.
0: Well, I know that – um TLC went through similar drama, if you will, uh, with regards to their portrayal of Pebbles, who was their label management or management at the time. Yeah. So that didn't go over well, and I feel like she sued them. Do you remember that? I feel like there was some legal issues. with I the TLC. think there must have
1: had to have been something because Pebbles yeah. is not just going to yeah. take it. Yeah, and um, Spinderella you know? has already. she probably should.
0: Yeah, Spinderella has already uh, done legal action against these two for the the dismissal. But she says in Twitter, "Uh, Words cannot fully express my disappointment when I learned a decision was made to move forward with a lifetime biopic that wrongfully excluded me from every aspect of development and production.
1: Yeah, you know what? Maybe it would have been okay if they had consulted her, or like she said, she would have been happy to give her perspective to the actress that played her. That would have been nice also. Yeah. Uh Was she excluded in that, uh no, you cannot be a part of this? Um Or, you know, because the actress herself could have called Spinderella up one time, and uh, and maybe asked, and who knows? Like, we don't know those details. And we also don't know what the uh, the amount of settlement was.
0: Yeah. And as my mummy would say... Which is, which is
1: none of our business, but I'm really very... Yeah, tr- <laughs> that's
0: true. Mummy um, <laughs> Alexander would say, it takes two to tango, so... Uh, yeah, there's probably some level on, on each side. But
1: uh, And that's both- what and Peppa said. And they said, that's why we don't need you anymore. <laughs> we're two. We're two. You're not. And we're
0: going to tango. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how this all works out. But yeah, I mean, there was legal action already taken on on the job dismissal front. And that was like, as Sharon mentioned, a settlement. So I think right now, um, spin is just sort of posturing, I guess, to to get out the words that she's not happy and, and letting it be known. But uh, <laughs> In the end, she does say that she's in the final stages of working on her memoir, which is probably
1: what she's really trying to say.
0: She's not happy, a but also I've got a book coming. (laughs) We should try to we should try to get her on the show. Let's. We could do like a like a like a like a Zoom Facetime live. Yeah, that'd be fun. Sharon, would, would you like to ask reach out? Questions. Be- because uh, the last time I've reached out to anyone, I get nothing. So <laughs> maybe it's her <laughs> turn. I'm still waiting on um, Miss Lady Miss Keir from Delight to respond to oh, my communique man. from three years ago. Oh well. Although I feel her like loss. Would, I know. I feel like we would get um, Cece Penniston, though. I feel like that could happen again.
1: She, she'd I, be. I, she'd I, be fine. I have uh, high hopes for that. Yeah. Che- we have to touch base with her. I haven't checked her. Uh, checked. I haven't <laughs> checked her Instagram in a while. <laughs>
0: There's usually lots of leopard print. Uh, so, time for trivia. 16-6, Adam. Uh-oh, let's
2: make it even worse. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing-bong. Bing-bong.
0: Consistency, consistency. We <laughs> like it. Um, so, yeah, 16-6. Uh, I'm worried for you tonight, Adam. Um, although, maybe one, maybe one. All right. So we'll see. All right. Uh, The first question, question number one, uh, name the 1996 movie. And again, just to preface, Adam was two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Name the 1996 movie featuring Jada Pinkett Smith, Vivica A. Fox, Kimberly Elise, and Queen Latifah. Sharon.
1: Go, Sharon. Set it
0: off.
2: Yo. What was that movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Adam, you have to watch this. Oh,
1: you have to watch it. It's really good. Adam, it's
0: really good. And it would not be like... Dated. I think it would be still awesome. Mm-hmm. So they were like, I, I'll just give you the brief synopsis, Adam, to tease you to watch Thank it. You. Uh, four friends, um, all experiencing some level of financial frustration. Uh, they decide to band together and rob stuff. So, huh?
1: Was that a good description, Sharon? Yeah, and a solid soundtrack to go with it. It's really oh good. yeah! Is,
2: isn't there a Netflix series that's you know three girls stealing together? Yeah, Good Girls. Isn't it good? Girls? Oh yeah, there There's was the yeah
0: yeah I remember that. Um, the movie's more hardcore, Adam. Okay, well a little hardcore noted. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's really so good. Very good. All right, so seventeen six going in strong for question number two. Is,
2: do I have a chance with this one?
0: This is the one that you have a chance. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, this is the one you have a chance. Uh, and I actually completely when I saw this, I actually completely forgot that this even happened. So I'm like, oh, this will be good. Uh, Britney Spears became a judge on the second season of which reality? Go, Adam.
2: Ooh. America's Got Talent.
0: Oh, Adam! It wasn't that. Sharon. No, go, Sharon. American Idol? Nope. Oh, well, <laughs> you both. Oh, X
2: Factor. It oh, was X Factor. How? Oh, I knew that. Right, my bad.
0: And it was, uh, if memory serves, it was either 2011 or 2012. She came on uh, to replace Nicole Scherzinger of Pussycat Dolls, mm-hmm. and Demi Lovato came on to replace Paula Abdul. I used
2: to watch that show. That, oh, I'm so frustrated. Yeah, and do myself. you remember
0: if you did watch it, Sharon? Did you watch that year, um, that season? Because the one thing that stood out to me about Britney Spears' um, involvement, mm-hmm. um, and again, I love, I love Brit, Brit, love her. Um, she was chewing gum throughout the entire... That's true. And I was like, where is your management who hasn't told you
1: that... <laughs> I you were going to say, where's your manner? <laughs> yeah,
0: that too. Because I'm like, <laughs> you chewing gum when the TV keeps scrolling or the camera keeps you know, putting you uh, front and center, uh, unclassy. Uh, it
1: just- looks like she's uh, like disinterested.
0: Oh, yeah. A thousand- and she also looked very... Um, like not in her place. Oh, she only lasted the one season. Like she didn't, and she looked out of her place kind of like Mariah Carey was out of place with American Idol. Like Mar- Mariah Carey did not seem comfortable in that zone at all.
1: Was she, when was she, she was a, a judge, right? Mariah Carey, yeah. On,
0: How long uh, was she American a judge Idol. for? I want to say one season. Remember she got into it with Nicki Minaj. They, oh they, uh, yes, They kept I remember. bumping heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, the two of them. And then I think it was the season after that, that's when J-Lo came on and did her run for, like, what was it, three or four seasons at least? Mm-hmm. The... And J-Lo was very good in that role. Like, she she rocked it. Steven Tyler was great. Like, yeah, but the, the best good.
2: cast of Judges was clearly the original one.
0: Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Can I just tell Agreed. you, too, how much I love Kelly Clarkson? Uh,
2: who doesn't? Oh, me, too.
0: She's just like and no wonder she has a daytime talk show cuz she's she's just so relatable and so real and mm-hmm. just love her and and talk about classy just quick sidebar before we get back to uh 90s topics but um recently she had on actually this is kind of full circle she had uh what's her name from party of 5 Nev Campbell? No not have Campbell oh she's of Five. Jennifer Love Hewitt I think was yes. okay so I'm pretty sure it was Jennifer Love Hewitt that Kelly Clarkson was talking to and and uh Jennifer was, like, super excited to come on Kelly's show. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. I love everything you're doing, whatever. Kelly then said, Jennifer, you probably don't remember this. But, like, back in the day, you actually – I met you during the Idol crazy. And you were super supportive to us, especially because a lot of people at the time were not. Because I guess they didn't like this reality. You know, it was, like, new and nobody was into it. And they all Mm -hmm. thought they were manufactured singers. But apparently, uh, she gave her all kinds of props and that stuck with Kelly for the last 20 years. And she's like, I just wanted to thank you for being so kind to me all those years ago. I thought that was amazing. Yes. Wow. Super cool.
1: Yeah. I think uh, someone like a Kelly Clarkson, who's a a huge star, yeah, uh, she came to it, um, you know, humbly, mm-hmm. you know? She wasn't a part of the system. She ended up getting thrown into the system. Yeah. But I think she survived that whole thing, waited out whatever the uh, required amount of time and, and albums that were, that she had to commit to for winning American Idol. But beyond that, she has so come into her own. Yeah. Uh, as a performer, you can see as a coach on The Voice, you can see as she's singing every single song that every, contestant is is singing that you know that she takes her craft seriously that yep. that music is her subject songs are her subject so she knows you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. which i fully appreciate uh so she has a real feeling and a real commitment to the feeling of how it should sound how it could sound etc i think she's in it and i think she's has uh, got a real human quality to her which sounds ridiculous but she is human but i mean like she's not a she's not a diva even though she's a giant superstar thank you for nodding agree on our
0: podcast of hearing welcome.
1: <laughs> i
0: was doing that thing that we talked about on last week's show the the timely delay
1: oh yes the, the embracing the silence well let me just tell you <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I have nothing
0: <laughs> By the way, have you listened to last week's episode? Because I always listen to it in the car to see how we're sounding and all that And uh, your time delay last week, Sharon, was excellent
1: Oh, thank you your, very much Your bated breath, I just wanted to tell you yeah. You're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, uh, we talked about a couple of spicy stories, right? And the salt and pepper have been taken off the table for now Yeah, yeah, yeah In that, we've already talked about them, they're still fine um, But Mel C. of the Spice Girls released a statement about how she'd had to postpone her tour plans for this year, which is not the first news of cancellations for 2021, which is sort of scary. So it's not entirely bad because she has rescheduled her stuff to the beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um But what I saw when I was reading the information was uh, that Glastonbury has also... uh rescheduled or canceled for this year in an attempt to get it set for the following year. So I think that that's going to be, you know, more not, well, it's not great news because I think it was helpful news when everything got canceled in 2020, that everybody was rescheduling and they're doing that again. So it's good news, bad news in that bad news that we have to suffer through not having access to great festivals and, and live music in that way. And good news in that they're not abandoning the idea they're just making smart choices. Well, it's funny that you because it's like you're psychic, Sharon. Because
0: when I saw that story, um, <laughs> it just seemed it just seemed like a good example of of what's coming. Meaning, like mm-hmm. I think most 2021 shows are going to be pushed. Like 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 Mel C postponing to me is just the beginning of more. And we already know that um, in today's music, Halsey. Uh, mm-hmm. She was supposed to be on her Manic tour last year. She's announced now that it's canceled fully outright, like she's canceled it. But I think it's because she probably wants to put out new music because by the time her tour would have happened in 2022, like, you know, she's ready to go with new things, I think. So For sure. I think it's just going to be a long line of people. And you mentioned in Glastonbury and I think Kendrick Lamar was supposed to headline that. So I just think that that we're going to keep getting a lineup of artists pushing to 2022. But it's it's all good. Like, we'll get through it
1: and... Exactly. And I really, uh, uh, being honest when I say that it really did feel like, oh, good, they're just rescheduling. So everything that got canceled for last year, mm-hmm. uh, three weeks ago, so last year, Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that that's just, it's promising. And it really gives you something to look forward to and that everybody is like-minded, meaning everybody knows that we're going to get through this and that we will, you know? And so yeah. we can reschedule. It's just a bit of a downer that... Like, like we were just saying, there's going to be other things that'll get uh, taken off the skidge.
0: But what I like in that article that we also read, like, yes, she said that she's postponing, but then they kind of brought it back to the fact that... Um the Spice Girls themselves are all on like a WhatsApp group Mm -hmm. and they're planning stuff. Like we don't know yet what that's going to mean. And it's probably going to mean 2022. I would assume like that's going to be what, when it happens, but at least, you know, like, I don't know, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not going to speak for anybody and you can let me know how you feel, but I just feel like we're so in it now. Like we're almost a year in it. Like we're so in it that I just feel like we're trudging through. We got this and we know it's coming. Like we know the rainbow is coming. So we just have to get there.
1: Yeah, we still have to stay vigilant and do all the things that we're supposed to do, for sure. But yeah, I fully believe that we'll get there. One of the fun things I thought that uh, Mel C went on to say about um, the fact that she's resigned herself uh, to always being thought of as a Spice Girl. And I, I loved the quote, and I was somewhat surprised by it at the same time, surprised by an element of it. But the quote was that when you've been a part of something as enormous as the Spice Girls, that's the thing that everybody's going to remember you for. But I'm so grateful that it's enabled me to go on and make my eighth studio album. So that's what surprised me. Eighth studio she's awesome. album. She's like, super what? talented. Yeah. I
0: think us here in North America don't get the full extent of Melcy because she's more like available over in the UK. Like, I haven't seen her over here since she she did some some stuff after the Spice Girls two thousand and eight reunion tour I think it was, mm-hmm. so I just think like we don't get the full extent of her awesomeness because I think she chooses to stay closer to the UK,
1: and her her uh, company prob- her record company probably is like well we're just going to promote you here, for Possibly. whatever reason I think that we're at a stage of the game where you don't have to, it doesn't necessarily cost. As much as it might have before to get your news out or to get your music out because mm-hmm. you can use your social media platforms and there it is, you know, then people yep. know. So I find it funny when it stays kind of regional.
0: Yeah, I don't agree with it either because I think that she – there's still so many Spice Girls fans and if people actually took the time to listen to her solo stuff, she's like phenomenal, so.
1: Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Hey, did – um. I, I think we should talk about uh, – well, I want to tell you quickly about the Ben Affleck thing. I want to talk about yep. that quickly, mm-hmm. um, which means I'm going to talk fast. Just <laughs> not. And So he says he's, he's better at something than when he was younger. Wah, wah, it's acting.
2: <sighs> Shocker.
1: Not surprisingly. One would hope he'd be better with age. Well, I think there's probably a long list of things he's probably better at, but since it was about his profession, yeah, um, yeah, I would, you know, not only hope that he was better at acting, but he says that it's, you know, the same stuff, the life experiences, the access to uh, the stuff that goes into those roles. And yeah. he also said that being a director has helped his perspective, too, so. Yeah, well,
0: that, that's that. the part that actually stood out to me is um, I think if you step into somebody else's shoes in that regard, like you get the full 360 uh, mm-hmm. understanding of how like things need to roll out. Because that's why it's even like interesting when, you know, whatever career you're in, if someone's like, oh, I think you should do that. Well, if you haven't done that job before, maybe you don't know that it can't yeah. really roll out like that. So I thought that was actually a very astute Uh, thing that he saw or said and then just lastly on that topic I recently saw um, a quick YouTube clip of J-Lo she got asked by Andy Cohen if she was responsible for dressing uh, Ben Affleck when they were together and because you may remember (laughs)
1: like
0: you may remember (laughs) like he totally went from kind of like You know, Mr. T-shirt guy to, like,
1: like, leather,
0: like, or like, didn't he have, like, fur jackets at some point? You know what I mean? Like, he was, he was truly benefer at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she, uh, she had to come clean and she said, she's like, definitely I had a, a say and an influence, but she's like, just like you would in a regular relationship, she's like people just are influenced by their partner. And she said, I was telling him at the time, because this would have been like 2002, 2003, I think it was. um, She's like, you're a movie star. Like you've won an Academy Award. She's like, you need to dress it up. (laughs) And so that's when the suits started coming out. But if you've noticed, since she's left, he's back to the t-shirts and jeans.
1: So He's a regular guy. He
0: is. Yeah. So is Bon Jovi, Sharon.
1: Well, that's what he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Bon Jovi, f- uh, husband, father of four, says that uh, he doesn't live with the rewards of his huge rock star success splattered all over the house, which is nice to know. He's just a regular guy who is coming off a performance at the Biden Harris inauguration show from the other night, which was awesome. The show itself was awesome. I wasn't a huge fan of his performance.
2: Mm. Yeah. Is you know who was, was
1: that's yeah, polite? Yeah, I was, isn't that was it? polite
0: enough. Was, we'll go with that. We don't want to infringe <laughs> on the the uh, Bon Jovi fans. I liked uh, Demi Lovato's performance.
1: I thought she was solid. Yeah,
0: she was, uh, and it was fun. It was like super. It was mm-hmm. great, and and Justin too. Like he killed it, and oh. and hats off. Like everybody knows, I'm a Katy Cat. Love Katy Perry's big finale. She did
1: amazing. Super that was good. Awesome. Super good. And Incredible. by the way,
0: I like John Bon Jovi in the fact that like I do think he's a reg- regular dude for the most part, and I uh, do love that he does so much
1: to help. Um, disadvantaged people with the, the that mm-hmm. food kitchen he's got. I think that's amazing. Yeah, yep. totally. Uh, he also talked about, I mean, the fact that he performed at a very political concert. Obviously, it's an inauguration of a president and vice president. He said that politics don't actually make their way onto the stage when uh, the band is performing, saying that there are different viewpoints amongst the people that he works with, but that the stage is where they just rock together, which is nice. Uh, also quite clear uh, with the fact that uh, he would never let trump use any of his music because he says quote they wholeheartedly disagree on everything well there's that so yeah yeah (laughs) he's not alone
0: (laughs) he is not amen
1: (laughs) sister (laughs) so uh with uh, john bon jovi in mind why don't you guys uh, give me your
2: top two from bon jovi yes i can do i can i can start um go for it i usually choose power ballads for my favorite songs (laughs) (laughs) Because because they mean so much. And they're so good. So I'll do the exact same here and go with my two favorite songs by Bon Jovi. Um, number two would have to be "Blaze of Glory." Oh, that's Ooh, good. Yeah, nice yeah. one. And number one, I mean, it's not his best song, but I just love it so much. "Wanted Dead or Alive," great song. So that's my top two. Great song.
0: Yeah. Adam, you stole my thunder. Oh, yep. I thought I yep. would be
2: the only one with the, those songs. No,
0: Wanted Dead or Alive" was my uh, was my one as well. Um, and I will also say that I really liked in 1993 when he cut that 80s hair and came out with "Keep the Faith." So, well,
1: that's where we're going to tie us our, ourselves well, together. Oh, keep the faith is one of mine. Look at this; it's all a big chain of love. <laughs> And it's a fun thing about that uh, hairstyle change. That was a news story at that time. Oh, I'm. Sh- it must have been. Yeah. When that album came out, and uh, or the single came out, and he had shorter hair than. I mean, it was four years later. Like from uh, New Jersey was '88, and then Keep the Faith was '92, and then it just kept on. I mean, there was a solid album, many, many singles from that album. But the fact that he had shorter hair was a story. Yeah. So there's that. So keep the faith is where we tie in, but I'm going to go back to slippery when wet. And there's Mm -hmm. a song called raise your hands.
2: Oh, I don't know that song. Which is,
1: Oh my gosh. It's in the system where you are right now, Adam. So when we're done with this, go and listen to it. It's just so loud and good. Nice. Nice.
0: Nice. Yes. That's fancy. (laughs) And by the way, just a quick sidebar, because, and maybe Sharon will be proud of me for this. Uh, I've, I've known and I've interviewed Royal Blood before The uh, UK band
1: um, mm-hmm. And they have a
0: new single out Called Typhoons It's yeah. absolutely amazing Have you heard it Sharon? It's so good Yes I
1: have They're great so
0: They are super cool And so uh, Not 90s But they're probably influenced By them in some some juncture
1: Well that's why we have to take The uh, now part of our Show title And work it in Yep So Still have to. Yeah <laughs> 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 So there we are Another show in the books All right uh, you guys, thanks, eh? Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> and uh, you all listening, thanks for finding us wherever you do. And, um, like, wise listener. Yeah. <laughs> you, too, can be a wise listener <laughs> and listen to 90s Now Still Happening.